our sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. <coughs> Brothers and sisters in Christ, I didn't get his name, but his face sure did ring a bell. Nothing? Okay, I'll try again. Oh, it's no big deal. I'm just an extractor fan. No? One more. Bartender says, aren't you the ropes that were just in here? Third rope says, sorry, I'm afraid not. Oh, come on. I just gave you three of the greatest punchlines in the history of jokes, and that's what I get? What gives? You didn't get it, did you? Jokes don't do anything very funny if you don't get them. Didn't give you the rest of the joke, the whole story that led up to make the punchline funny, so you couldn't really be expected to get it. But I made my point. It makes a difference when you get it. it makes a big difference. In our text for today from Acts 10 on this baptism of our Lord Sunday, the Apostle Peter stands up and, and he opens his mouth to speak, and one of the first things he says is, I get it. I finally get it now. Really, literally, the, the, the Greek word that he, he uses has the, the, the root that means to grasp. And, and the prefix that, that means like you bring it to yourself. So grasp it in, I'm getting this. And, and what does he get? He says, I get it that God is not a face grasper. Really, literally, he uses that, that same root, grasp, but this time attaches the word for face to the front of it. So God doesn't grasp faces. Our translation show favoritism, right? The King James says he's no respecter of persons. But really, literally, God doesn't grasp faces. When God gets it, what God grasps is not what we look like or who we are or, or what nation we are from. No, the next verse, the second verse there, makes that really clear, right? God accepts everyone who fears him, right? Who, who respects and, and loves him and, and who acts on that. He, re- he accepts everyone who fears him from every nation. Everyone. Every nation. Everyone who fears God. All. Everyone. You know that that's easier said than done, right? Because way too often we grasp faces, right? Whether that's the, the assumptions, the stereotypes, the, 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 the prejudices that exist in your heart for the person that you've never met just based on what they look like. Or the way you treat the person you trust based on what you know about them. You see the face of the person who has hurt you and, well, no way should forgiveness be for them. Not until you see them grovel enough, right? You see the face of of the person who you know struggles with a very different kind of sin than you particularly struggle with. And it's so easy to hop up on that judge's chair and determine that they deserve the bad things that they have coming to them. Whereas the bad things that happen to me, that's everyone else's fault. I deserve better than I get, right? 
Or maybe it's the face that doesn't look like you or what you are used to, and it maybe it's a little bit takes a little bit longer to, to build the friendship or trust there, right? Too often we are graspers of face instead of givers of grace, but but not God. For God, there is only one thing. Faith. So whether you are black or brown or white or young or old or rich or poor or Jew or Gentile, none of that matters to God. God wants a relationship with us not based on who we are or what we look like or what nation we are from, but based on who he is. God accepts everyone who fears him from every nation. Remember Epiphany? Even those foreigners, those magi from the east. (coughs) Maybe we should back up and give you some of the context to, to, to build up to Peter's words here in our text where he says, I get it. Because Peter was a Jew. He was a Christian, but he was, he was a Jew. He grew up in a Jewish home. He practiced Jewish customs. He followed the, the, the laws that God had given to the people of Israel, including the, the things about what to eat and, and what not to eat. And that meant that he sometimes still had the mindset of, of the Jews. Well, you stay away from those people who don't do that stuff because they might contaminate your practice. And that meant not going into the house of a Gentile, not speaking to Gentiles. And just before our text, Peter had been explaining to them, to those Gentiles, that him being there in their house, talking to them, was not something that ever would have happened until he got it. <clears throat> you see, four days earlier, Cornelius, the Gentile, the one whose house they were in, had a vision. God came to Cornelius and told him, go send for Peter and bring him to your house because he's going to have a message for you. And so Cornelius did it. Before our text, Peter had been on the roof of the home in which he was staying, praying. And as he was praying, God gave him a vision. God lowered in front of him a sheet full of all sorts of of unclean animals, those things that the Jews were forbidden to eat, beautiful things like, like, like bacon and shrimp, things Peter had avoided all his life. God lowered that in front of Peter and said, okay, Peter, get up and eat. And uh, Peter said, no, 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 those are unclean, God. I keep, I keep your rules. I, I don't eat anything that's unclean. And then God told him, don't call something unclean that I have made clean, that I've made pure. Three times God showed that vision to Peter because he wanted him to get it. And so then as Peter was on that roof thinking about this, processing what he had just been shown, the men from Cornelius arrived at the house he was staying at. And, and, and God told Peter, there are some guys who are here to to take you with them, go with them. And so Peter did. And so now here we are. Peter is in the house of a Gentile. He is speaking to Gentiles and he finally gets it. Race doesn't matter when it comes to God. Background doesn't matter when it comes to God. Status, financial status, work status, social status, social media status, none of it matters to God. Sure, the message went out to the Jews about the Christ, but the Christ 
is for all people, for all nations. Remember Christmas? It's the good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Right? The angels told about that, that, that event that brought glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. All the earth. All his people. The message of peace through Christ is for all nations. And it's that message of peace that, that picks up the, the, the meat of the rest of the text. That's, that's what the rest of this text is about. That's the other thing that's so important to get. Yeah, it's for all nations, and the Christ brings peace. And as Peter is explaining that, he starts his story at the baptism of Jesus. That's what this whole Sunday has been about, right? You heard in the gospel lesson... Jesus told John that this baptism would be part of fulfilling all righteousness. And then as the baptism happened, you see all three persons of the Trinity actively fulfilling their role for our salvation, right? The Father speaking from heaven, sending his Son to reconcile the world to himself. The Son having taken flesh, standing there, being baptized to fulfill all righteousness, The Spirit descending to anoint the one that God had promised. Just like our Old Testament lesson had prophesied. Baptism is a pretty big deal. Think back to the last baptism you saw. If you can remember it, think of yours. Did you get it? I mean, it looked just simple water, right? But God declared it an adoption, right? a, a washing, birth, a, a rescue, a saving, heaven being torn open, and the Spirit coming to you, and the Father saying, you are my child. You're being accepted, received, righteous before God because of the good news of peace through Jesus Christ. God does not grasp the face, but accepts all who fear him. All who believe in Jesus, the Christ. Because the Christ came with a job to do. He was the one promised to save us. To win our forgiveness for all the times that we grasp at faces. To pay the wages of our sin. Look at verse 36. Peter says, you know the message God sent to the people of Israel. Telling the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. We have peace with God through Jesus. That's what he came to do. That was the righteousness Jesus was fulfilling. Living perfectly in our place so that that could be credited to us. So that we could be at peace with God. Not based on our religious activity, but on his. On his perfect Life. And of course on his perfect death in our place. So that means that you are forgiven. Yes, you who so often grasp at faces and live with those stereotypes and selfishness and lovelessness, you are forgiven. Because the Christ came and was baptized into our reality so that we could be baptized into his. 
Do you get it? What does this mean? This means that now you are new. You are clean. And just like Peter got to, to go around and, and share this good news of peace, even with the Gentiles, well, we get to go around and do good and heal all those who are under the power of the devil. Well, because same reason Jesus was able to do such great things. Look at verse 38. God was with him. God is with you. And he uses you to get this good news of peace out. That's why we're gathered together here as a church, isn't it? It's our purpose. And so here we stand at the beginning of a new year with a fresh ministry plan in front of us, all of your resolutions fresh in mind, all of the hope and potential out in front of us. So what's it going to be? You fear God, which means you, you want to, to, to do the righteousness he desires. So what will that look like? Will that mean committing to spend more time with God and his word? Making sure your daily devotions happen? Will it mean coming to Bible study and growing with your brothers and sisters in Christ and helping them grow, being that benefit for them in their study? Will it mean more regular church attendance and more active participation in worship? Will it be sharing this message of peace with your neighbor, your friend, your coworker? Will it be showing the love and forgiveness of Jesus as you live it in your lives, forgiving that person you're holding the grudge against? Will it be offerings? Giving more to, to the work that God has for us here in this community and around the world. Or volunteering at church to work together to get this message of peace out. Whatever it is, I pray that God blesses it. And that you do it for the right reasons, that you get it. Because it is for all. And it brings true peace in Christ. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's rise and confess our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed printed on page 12 in the bulletin. We believe in God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God. Light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right Come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who in unity with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy apostolic church, 
We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated. We pray. Heavenly Father, your Son was baptized to fulfill all righteousness. And we know that through his work, we have that righteousness before you. We thank you that you give this righteousness to all nations, showing no favoritism. We thank you especially for the righteousness and forgiveness of sins you have given to your children, Natalia and Orlando de Sousa, especially today in the late service through the waters of baptism. We give you thanks and praise for the gracious gifts you give us in your word and sacraments. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of the church, we thank you for bringing all of these new members into our fellowship. Karen Blackburn, Daniel Hughes, Veronica Hughes, Olivia Garcia, Ellen Powell-Owens, Corinne Shu, Sandy Hicks, Christy Powell, Candace Shipley, and Alexander Zaluska. Please bless their connection with abiding grace and allow our church to be a blessing to their lives and faith. We also pray for David and Michelle Owen that you grant these same blessings to their connection with our sister church in Ohio. May the friendships and connections formed here in your church on earth last unto eternity, where we are gathered with the whole Christian church in glory. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, maker and preserver of heaven and earth, be with all those suffering in the aftermath of the storms this past week. Bless the recovery efforts and give strength to those working long hours to assess and clean the damages. We thank you for protecting our members who are near the fiercest winds and tornadoes. Give them patience and stamina as they deal with insurance claims, power outages, and cleanup. Lord, in your mercy. You alone, Lord, have the power to provide healing to those who are sick. We entrust to your care all who suffer from illness and disease, and we ask you this morning to especially be with Laverne Crawford in her time of illness. If it is your will, restore her health quickly, so that she may serve you with renewed strength and eagerness. Lord, in your mercy. Faithful Lord, give us faith to go forward into this new year with courage, ready to fulfill the commitments we are blessed to make to you. Confident in your commitment to us, we ask you to equip your people for works of service so that the body of Christ, your church, may be built up. Let us be a blessing to one another and our community with the gifts you've given us. Lord, in your mercy. And now hear us, Lord, as we bring you our private petitions. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. At this time, we give to the Lord our offerings. And we ask you that as those are being collected, to please fill out the friendship register that you will receive. Those help us considerably as we carry out what God has called us to do, to encourage one another on toward love and good deeds.
we continue with the sacrament of Holy Communion. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good and right that we should at all times and in all places give you thanks, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lived among us as a human being and revealed his glory as your only Son, full of grace and truth. Therefore, with all the saints on earth and hosts of heaven, we praise your holy name and join their glorious song. Oh. We give thanks to you, O God, through your dear Son, Jesus Christ, whom you sent to be our Savior, our Redeemer, and the messenger of your grace. Through him you made all things. In him you are well pleased. He is the incarnate word conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary to fulfill your promises. He stretched out his hands on the cross and released from eternal death all who believe in you. As we remember Jesus' death and resurrection, we thank you that you have gathered us together to receive your Son's body and blood. Send us your Spirit, unite us as one, and strengthen our faith so that we may praise you in your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we glorify and honor you, O God our Father, with the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do so whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen.
Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We give you thanks, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us with this saving gift. We pray that through it you will strengthen our faith in you and increase our love for one another. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, go in peace. Live in harmony with one another. Serve the Lord with gladness. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
morning again and welcome. It's wonderful to have you all here with us today. Uh, today is Commitment Sunday, so um, as I'm making the announcements, uh, Wayne is going to be handing out some clipboards with the commitment form on them. Um, take your time. Uh, if you want to take it home and bring it back, you can. Uh, during Bible study, we will be uh, studying commitments, and we'll have some time to, to go through those forms in Bible study at 915. Um, but uh, this is a chance for you to say, this is what I want to do this year. Uh, this is how I want to be involved, and, and uh, um, then it allows us to help encourage you in that as well. There are also 30-some sign-up sheets in that room and in the information or in the, the gathering area. So grab a cup of coffee, grab a pen. You can keep the pen as long as you sign your name a whole bunch of times. It's for chances to, uh, to be a part of the, the different uh, events, the different uh, committees and task, task forces that we have that are, that are serving the church and serving our community in a lot of different ways. And this year, there is a spe- someone has given a special donation. They are, they are willing to give $25 for every person that, that, sign- that isn't currently on an ongoing activity. So like the cleaning teams that work once a month, the ushering teams where you're up one Sunday a month, the uh, um, uh, soundboard, the what other things I'm missing. You'll see a whole bunch of things out there. Um, anyone who signs up new and is active in that by the end of February, uh, they're going to give a $25 donation to the work of the church. So uh, even more work gets done, and it, it's something cool to think about. Um, I see two people standing here looking like they want to make an announcement. So before I give all of mine, I'll let you guys go so I don't step on your toes. Okay. Is it on? Okay. Okay. Um, we're just here um, in efforts to encourage everybody to come out this coming weekend for our Everyone Outreach. I'm sure Pastor was probably going to say more on this, but it's many of the hands lighter the work usually, and we all know that there's lots of outreach work that can happen, and it is everyone that is needed. We're all part of the body. If you feel like talking to other people about the Word of God is just not your gift or it makes you a little timid, this is the event and the activity for you. It is a new approach with full hands-on activities for groups. So we need groups of people and we get, and it's going to teach us how to do such wonderful things, not just sharing with our community. Sometimes it's easier to share with strangers but also how to share with your family and the people you interact with every day. So come out on Saturday from 9 to 1 o'clock. And it's so it's not taking your whole day, and it's a wonderful way to grow. And then also on Sunday after service from 12.15 to 4.15. We would love to have you. And I think there's a little bit of food after yeah, so one of those. After church next week, there will be uh, after the 10.30 service. We're doing everyone outreach. Awesome, yeah. awesome. And the sign-up sheet for that is is out there. Sounds great. Hope to see everybody there. Now, some of these things we'll be covering is Christmas for kids, Easter for kids, uh, canvassing that we do every Saturday during the cold winter months, and then during the summertime we have it on Wednesdays at 5:30. So, so, in case some of y'all didn't know, that's what we do during the weekdays, every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, 5:30. Uh, most of the times when I'm off. So, and I'm just backing on everything that she said. So, that's it. So, yeah, so check out all those sign-up sheets. Uh, um, 
Our new round of Bible information class is starting this Thursday. Uh, it serves as our new member class. It's a great way to, to review God's Word if you're already a member, uh, get all your questions answered, and it's a great way to find out more about who we are, what we believe, what we teach. Um, so please consider that. There's a sign-up sheet out in the gathering area for that. Um, on the, the Monday and Wednesday morning Bible information class that's finishing up, We'll not have classes this week because Vicar and I will be at conference. Um, that'll pick up, the Wednesday one will be on Thursday morning, and then the, the Monday one will just pick up next week. Um, but everything on Wednesday is still happening as normal. Uh, this Thursday is family game night at 6 o'clock, so uh, come on out for that. Uh, and then there's also out there sign-up sheets for hosting. We get to have the choir from Wisconsin Loom Seminary here this year for Easter. Uh, so please consider hosting them uh, or the, uh, our SMAs. We have them for 10 weeks. Two college students will be here for 10 weeks during the summer doing work with us. Uh, if you'd like to take a week or two or 10, uh, you can sign up on the sheet in the gathering area there, that as well. I think that's all the announcements I wanted to hit. Uh, the meal, the new member welcome banquet, will be today right after the second service, so you're welcome to come on back for that. Um, and, and get to welcome our new members and uh, um, find out a little bit about a lot of different ways to get involved. I think that's all the announcements. So take your time on those forms. Uh, there's a basket in the gathering area where you can put your completed ones either today or when you come back. Uh, and then Bible study will start at 915. So God bless your week as you live for him. <laughs>